0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz Today. You know, if you don't stop giving moms credit, they're going to start, you know, thinking that they've got power and can do something about the education of their children. You got to stop giving them credit. They're just going to take this and run with it. Tony Katz. Tony Katz Today. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyCats.com. Of course, Justin Trudeau is who we're talking about. The Prime Minister of Canada saying that the reason that people are having, uh, you know, making statements about uh, curriculum, the reason people are focused on what we're teaching our kids in school, it, it's it's all because of these right-wingers who are, are out there complaining. And I thought this story was great. This is Harris Faulkner over at Fox laying this out. I like Harris uh, quite a bit. Just last week,
1: Canada's Liberal Prime Minister Justin Trudeau addressed a group of Muslim Canadians who protested against gender ideology in schools, and he blamed their opposition on "quote the American right wing." Watch.
2: First of all, there is an awful lot of misinformation and disinformation. The people on social media, particularly fueled by the American right wing, are uh,
1: untruths about what's actually in the provincial curriculum.
2: If you look at the various curriculums, you'll see that there is not
0: what is being said out there about aggressive teaching or conversion of kids to being LGBT. That is something that is being weaponized by people who are not doing it because of their interest in supporting the Muslim community. It's being weaponized. Maybe you missed that part. The whole uh, concept of of trans and LGBT, that that is not happening in the schools. That's been weaponized by the right. Oh, parents, keep up the good work, won't you? But this conversation about Muslims has been stunning because it is obvious to anybody who has done any bit of Basic watching of society knows, knows that the left never anticipated that the side that they took would come against them, nor did they ever recognize what Muslims, and I'll specifically discuss Muslim Americans, are all about. They took them for granted. They never once bothered to understand them. They said, oh, look, the political right is after you, which was never the case. We're, we're, we'll, we'll protect you. Did you not understand things culturally? The right was not after Muslims who are living in America and are Americans. That, that was never the case. Certainly being focused on radical Islamic jihadists, is extremely important being focused on terrorists whether it be Taliban or whether it be uh, Hamas or whether it be Al Qaeda extremely extremely important going after uh, Muslims who are living in the U.S. and living their lives never once was on the radar wasn't on the radar now I guess you could have found people who are like we need to keep an eye on this one we need to be checking on that one I'm sure that took place but in the main no. But there was an understanding, maybe I'm the only person who understood it, that Muslims have a code and have values. We're not talking about people who follow Sharia. Shari- if you ask me, Sharia is evil. Of course Sharia is evil. I don't approve of it anywhere at any time under any circumstance. If women in America think that they're oppressed because somebody wants to limit abortion in 15 weeks, you don't understand what oppression is. Bring Sharia to America for a week. You'll figure it out. You couldn't handle it for an hour. You think that capping abortion in 15 weeks is oppression. Dear Lord, you're ridiculous. And that's just it. It is not surprising that Muslim Americans would be opposed to the transgender insanity happening in schools, happening to their kids. Not because they're a radical Islamic uh, Islamic jihadist. That's insane. Not because they're terrorists. Nobody's saying anything like that. But if you spent any time listening, any time studying you would know that if they follow uh, their religion, they have a code. They're not progressives who have no code except whatever the code du jour is, the code of the day, and that changes based on someone's emotions by the day. That's why you had people out there, like, for example, um, do you remember uh, this... uh, this member of a school board in Maryland. This issue has unfortunately put
1: it, it does put uh, some, not all, of course, some Muslim families on the same side of an issue as white supremacists and outright bigots. And you know, there. Are, however, the the uh, the folks who have talked here today, I would not put in the same category as those folks. Although, you know, it's, again, complicated because they're falling on the same side of this particular issue.
0: She then had to apologize. You equated Muslims to white supremacists because they don't want their kids being subjected to this trans insanity. You don't understand them as people. You don't understand them culturally but it never mattered to you because you didn't care about them culturally. You did not even want to recognize that maybe there was a culture at play, religiously, historically, what have you. All you said is, is that the right is talking about this, so we the left will respond with that, we'll call the right bigots and and, and that's all that matters and then these people will vote for us. Never understanding who they are as people, The left didn't give a damn about who they are as people. And this kept going. You had Jen Psaki, who was saying on MSNBC... Muslim parents protesting, uh, you know, it's, uh, engaging in politics against this. They're just being political. They understand that what's happening in schools is wrong. They understand that there are too many teachers and too many administrators trying to push an agenda on their kids, and they don't want it. They want their kids learning math and science. This is what they want. And they don't want this nonsense culture this wokeness they don't want this radical ideology and it isn't republicans recruiting muslims into being anti-trans Gensaki put that out there now prime minister trudeau put that out there it's a lie the political left never understood that different people have different philosophies and some things they might be on your side on and some things they're not you never once understood Muslim Americans. They're speaking out about what they're seeing in schools is the most rational thing in the world. As a matter of fact, I would laugh at anybody who didn't expect this, who didn't see this coming. You didn't know? Oh my god, you're embarrassing. But no one is more embarrassing than Jansaki in this. The Republicans are trying to recruit Muslims. If Republicans were attacking Muslims the way the left said the right was attacking Muslims, why would any Muslim be able to be recruited by the GOP to begin with? Oh, did need a little, did need a little time with that one. Uh, I mean, no, no, it, it's all right. It's all right. I'll, just, I'll give you, I'll give you a little time with that one. It's just. Just uh, take, take a moment, take a breath. It'll be, it'll be okay. If Republicans were trying to attack Muslims, why would Muslims then listen to Republicans who are trying to recruit them for an anti-trans ideology? Ha! Huh. Oh, this is a tough one. What is Gensaki is full of crap? Oh, I got it right. I got it right. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a star, Ken Jennings. It's, of course, nonsense. It's clear nonsense in Pablum. But just like it is with any good lie that the left tells... Everybody on the left eats it up. Now Trudeau is eating it up. It's just like Jen Psaki and Jamie Raskin, uh, the congressman from Maryland, saying that James Comer has been compromised by a foreign agent, that the Republican chairman of the Oversight Committee, because Jamie Raskin and Jen Psaki don't like that he's investigating Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, now all of a sudden he's been compromised as a foreign agent. Or by a foreign agent. I'd remove Raskin from every committee. And that McCarthy hasn't done it already? Beyond my understanding. Beyond me. These people never understood whom they were dealing with. They never understood Muslims as people. Never respected them. Never once. If you ask me if... I believe in fighting radical Islamists, the answer is yes, and every day. And when I say fighting, I mean killing them. So there are none left. I apologize for nothing. I am the guy who also has said many times on this very show, every time there is some level of terrorist attack around the globe, a Muslim mother and a Muslim father looks at their Muslim son and goes, Dang it, because life is harder. I don't think there's any question about that. I don't think there's any question about that. It's in the same way. Does anybody doubt that in the main, a black mother has a different conversation with her black son before he goes out for the night than a white mother has with their white son? Now, that wasn't true in my family. The insanity of the conversations my father had with me when I was going out with friends. What to do with the police, this, what to do here, what to do there. Don't do this, don't say that, don't look here. Do. My God, what happened to you as a kid? But if you were to just take a look at news, especially from a, a few years ago, would anybody question that a black mother is having a different conversation with her black son than a white mother is having with her white son? Is it is it is it hard to fathom that if there was a terrorist attack a muslim mother and a muslim father might look at their muslim son and say dang it his life just got harder I think I think I don't know if it's probable but I absolutely accept that it is more than possible understanding culture, understanding parenthood, understanding rational people. Something that no one on the political left seems to have done regarding Muslim Americans. Is anybody surprised that if these are people of faith, following their faith, regardless of what you think of it, there is a code and certainly they would never be down for the wokeness. Never once, never, 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 ever. Did you think that somehow that being uh, connected to the political left was going to shake them from an ideological root? That's, man, that's insulting. (laughs) And that's exactly what the left did. And so they're stunned by what they see. Be stunned. Be stunned all you want. You're the only people. I am happy to see parents of all stripes standing up for their kids, standing against the bigotry, standing against the radicalness happening in schools, whether it's on a social front or on an education front. I'm thrilled to see it. I'm thrilled to see parents standing up for women in sports in school. Thrilled to see it. Keep it up. Win. Don't let these hateful people win. Don't let the people who hate young girls win. Don't let the people who hate your kids and want to cleave you from your child win. Don't let the people who want to keep things uh, from you and absolutely uh, manipulate your child win. No. And don't allow the people who want cartoon porn in the school library win. What are you, out of your head? Why would you let them win? Because they call you some name you believe in book burning shut up you want a six-year-old to read porn you're weird that's the answer then keep fighting what the left is watching is a political right at least with within this group that do what the left does they don't stop they don't sleep they don't rest they don't quit they're not stopping these parents aren't stopping and they find that whatever differences they have, they have a couple things in common. One of the things in common is that they think their kids belong to them. Because kids belong to parents. That's right. Belong. It's ownership. Thank God. Could you imagine if parents didn't have control of their kids? Look at all the adults out there who desperately want those kids and look what they're willing to do to them. Whoo! You better make sure you keep control of your kids. Well, keep control. You're not going to let them learn. Yeah, 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 we will. We know what we mean. You're just crazy people. You're weird. Again, you want uh, a sixth grader to be exposed to cartoon porn in the school library. You're weird. You don't get to lecture us. Oh, bye-bye. You don't get to lecture Muslim Americans or Canadian Muslims about what's best for their kids learn to respect these people be better if you did keep it here i'm tony katz Bring it. Uh, uh, uh. no powerball winner soon to be a one billion dollar prize tony katz tony katz today good to be with you find everything at tony no one won no one won the powerball so, uh, I, what, what is it? The next one, is is it Wednesday? Is it Monday, Wednesday, Saturday? Is that what it is? Anyway, I think it's Wednesday. It'll be a billion dollars, and I think the cash payout is $515 million. That's before taxes. So, uh, my advice is uh, buy a ticket, and if you win, remember that we are friends. Uh, as for what's going on with uh, this soldier in North Korea who crossed the military demarcation line... Um, I will have more on this, uh, I, I, I shouldn't say I'll have more on this tomorrow because, you know, I'm going to be out tomorrow because I'll be in D.C. Um, it, I, I think it's going to take a day or two to really understand what's going on here. You've got a soldier that by accident crossed the demarcation line into North Korea, now detained by North Korean troops? How is, how? how? I got so many questions. I don't even know what to say. You're telling me that anybody who works the DMZ doesn't know where the line is? Ah, mm, uh, yeah. You, you and I, you and I are making the same sounds, aren't we? I'm sorry. I don't get it. Um. You, you, does someone think that this is a defection? I very much doubt such a such a thing. But this is why I'm 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 you're right defecting to North Korea. It actually does happen. It's just you know super rare. I want to wait to get more data. I want to get a little more information on here. I want to understand what I'm what I'm what I'm looking at. The whole thing doesn't make any sense. So a soldier wouldn't know where the line is. That's why I'm saying that we don't we don't have enough, and I think it's going to be at least tomorrow or the next day before we we actually know what the story is, what the deal is here. So we'll keep an eye on the story. I'm assuming that your social media feeds are going to be filled with things. Don't just believe some hype story. Let's get the information before we we start making some uh, some opinions here. But the whole thing is just peculiar. Find everything at TonyKatz.com, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. This is Tony Katz Today.
2: Let's take the first one, Giapal's comments. This isn't the first person in the Democratic conference that has continued to make anti-Semitic comments. We've watched what they have continually to do. There are a number of them over there. I think if the Democrats want to believe that they do not have a conference that continues to make anti-Semitic remarks, they need to do something about it. Because they've defended these individuals time and again. The only time action has ever been taken is when we had to take the action. I think this is a role for the leader, Hakim, to prove that, no, they're not anti-Semitic. And they cannot allow their members to continue to say what they have said in the past.
0: That's Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House. You take uh, Pramila Jayapal, referring to Israel as a racist state, and then trying to walk it back, where she says, the idea of Israel is not racist. That was her walk back. She called it a racist state, when, of course, It is not. That is the statement of people who want to believe from the river to the sea, Palestine must be free, which means dead, drowned Jews. That's what it means. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. And a lot of this comes in the backdrop of, uh, I spoke about it yesterday, that that RFK uh, conversation about. His theory uh, that he's read papers that shows that COVID was uh, bioengineered to affect certain races, more to affect Caucasians and black people, less to affect Ashkenazi Jews and and Chinese people. Now, not designed to affect Jews and Chinese people less, but just by nature, I guess, because it affects these other groups more. As I said, show me the data, please. Just show me. That's all I'm asking for. I just want to see the papers. Then we can go over it and be like, that's just weird or that's fascinating or whatever. I think that that the people who may have never thought about the fact that a a bioweapon could be engineered to go after certain sectors, segments of society. Well, they just never thought about it. It's like when, when China deployed a rover to the dark side of the moon. And people said, my gosh, China's deployed to the dark side of the moon. You understand that it's not about deploying to the moon or the dark side of the moon. It's about weaponizing the moon. I know it sounds so out of of sorts. If you can put um, strategic uh, installations on the moon, you can really control what goes into space and you have a vantage point from which to engage targeting of other nations. If you are to understand China 2025, if you're to understand Belt and Road, if you understand their desire to go deep blue and build out their navy, if you take a look at what they already do in the Taiwan Straits, what they're dealing with with Taiwan, the buying of land and airports in African nations and in South uh, America, making sure they have their own soybean production so they don't have to rely on the United United States. The soybeans is what they need to feed hogs and whatever, which is a huge part of of their growth. They have to feed these people, don't you know, these billions people once you understand that that the 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 desire for domination is so great so massive you realize that this isn't something that's far-fetched this is the way it is it's the way it is but going back to to uh um, robert f kennedy jr Do I believe that COVID leaked from a lab in Wuhan? Absolutely, I do. Do I believe that gain-of-function research was going on? Absolutely, I do. Do I believe uh, that Dr. Anthony Fauci knew uh, that EcoHealth Alliance was funding uh, this from the NIH to EcoHealth Alliance, this group, to the Wuhan Virology Lab? Of course. Do I believe that China knew they had a leak on their hands, and instead of warning the world, they went about buying the PPE and locking their own people down so other nations would suffer more? Absolutely, I do. Do I believe it was engineered in a way to be less um, aggressive towards people who are Chinese and Ashkenazi, meaning Eastern European Jews, and more towards Caucasians and black people? Show me the data. See, on the other things, we've gotten pieces of data. We understand that all communists are liars. Everything kind of flows together. On this, data. People took that and said, my gosh, what an anti-Semite. No. It wasn't anti-Semitic. Weird. Not anti-Semitic. Ilhan Omar, it's all about the Benjamins. Israel's hypnotized the world. Anti-Semitic. Rashida Tlaib... Wanting to erase uh, Israel off the map, anti-Semitic. And Kevin McCarthy is right that the Democratic Party needs to do something about this.
2: I mean, think about what we're talking about. You, You just raised the one issue of what she called Israel on a week when we have the president of Israel, Mr. Herzog, coming to give a joint session on the 75th anniversary of the creation of Israel. The closest ally. Within minutes of Israel becoming a country, America recognized them. But now we have leaders in the Democratic Party. She's not just elected as a Democrat in their conference. She is a leader of their caucuses. And she's making these comments. But think of before what also Congresswoman Omar said. She equated the U.S. military and Israel security forces with Hamas and the Taliban. She said support for Israel is all about the Benjamins. Supporters of Israel have an allegiance to a foreign country. Tlaib, what did she say inside their conference? That she had a calming feeling when discussing the Holocaust. Who in their right mind could even say that? Betty McCollum introduced a resolution to condemn Israel and support Palestinian terrorist organizations. These are just multiple Democrats on multiple times consistently saying anti-Semitic remarks, and it has got to stop. These are all individuals in the Democratic Conference. Do they think Israel is an evil state? Well, if they believe differently, they should take action against their own for the comments coming from their leadership within their own Democratic Party, and that's wrong.
0: I'm thrilled to hear him speak with such clarity thrilled to hear him speak with such clarity i think it's great and and that address from isaac herzog i'm gonna be at I, i gotta get on a plane i will be in dc wednesday i will be there for the speech very much looking forward to it i don't know if i'm gonna get omar's seat she's not going and uh and um uh Uh, Representative uh, Casio cortez is not going. I I don't know. Maybe I'll get her seat. I don't know. I don't know if I'll see them or not. I'll wave. I'm sure I will. I will be there. But understand that anti-Semites exist. You're not going to change this. No matter how many lecture series you have and how many organizations you have, you're not going to get rid of what you're not going to get rid of. And... I'm here to tell you that I see them and then I have lunch. Like, I, they, they don't run my life. Do I teach my kids about it? Yes. Do I teach them to be aware? Absolutely. As they start heading off for, for colleges and, and for life, are you aware of certain things? Absolutely. Certain people, and maybe you don't need to be around 100%. Live in fear? Never. Never, 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 ever. Now, when the, the politicos talk, they always talk about Israel. And that's how they engage a bit of cover. And some people say, well, Tony, it's okay to criticize Israel. Yeah, it is. I do. I've, I've criticized Israel. I've criticized Germany. I've criticized the UK, Japan, J- Russia, China. It's okay to criticize. We're not talking about policy here. Israel is racist, is not about criticizing a policy where people get to live free, or at least uh, maybe not our version of free, their version of free. Where you can have people of all different stripes in the Knesset. Something you can't do in Iran. So we're clear. So, of course, it's about Jews and not about, oh, they're just discussing Israeli policy. No, they're not. They're, they're not. They're not. Then there's guys like Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes was the guy hanging out with Kanye. I haven't forgotten that, by the way. I haven't forgotten that that Trump had lunch with him. People want to forget it was no big deal. He didn't know. It was his job to know. It was the staff's job to know. What are you kidding? He didn't know. Oh, that dog won't hunt. That won't work. It's amazing how he hasn't taken more hits for that, how Trump hasn't taken more hits for that, but. People aren't going to hit him. They're not going to hit him. Me, I'm a little different, I guess. This is Nick Fuentes, the founder of the America First Movement. Now, this guy hates Jews. I don't think Ilhan Omar was at this talk or Rashida Tlaib. When I was at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, so that happens at a hotel called, uh, at National Harbor called the Gaylord, huge hotel and convention center. And I stay there because I have to do the radio show. It's just, it's just easier to get to everything. You don't have to you know, cross a street. I guess I could cross the street. It's not the end of the world. It's, it's not that far. Across the street, there's the residence inn right there. And they have an outdoor fire pit. And that's where me and, 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 and my group, my cohorts, uh, were smoking cigars and hanging out and having a drink. And that's how we were spending our evening after everything was done. All of a sudden, we realized there's a whole bunch of people in the hotel. Now, in the hotel, there happened to be Orthodox Jews who are either from there for CPAC or something else. They had had their own food brought in and everything else, kosher. It was kind of impressive. And then on the other side of the hotel, which is it's a, it's a residence inn, it's not that big of a hotel, there are people lining up for an event. What in the world is the event? It's freaking Nick Fuentes. In the same hotel where I'm hanging with, with some friends having a cigar outside. And there's a group of like 40 or 50, maybe more, Orthodox Jews celebrating the end of Shabbat. It was weird. There must have been 20 cops. We fed the cops. We had pizza. We fed the cops. Um, I didn't see the dude. I wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup. I only have a video in front of me now. I could identify him. Like I have now can say I've seen him. And he is speaking with a backdrop of like explosions going on behind him. Check this out. If a
1: Gentile hates a Jew, he must be killed. But when a Jew murders a Gentile, there will be no death penalty.
0: I have no idea what in the world this dude is talking about. I have no... Clue a gentile hits a Jew, death penalty. A Jew hits a Gentile, nobody. I don't. This is this is what people think. This is what I'm up against. Damn. But it gets uh it gets more. Death penalty. Do you think it
1: might be a problem that the people that are running your base that are making the movies your children watch? Do you think it's a problem that they believe that all Christians must die? Yeah. It's a big It's a huge problem We're in a holy war And I will tell you this Because we're willing to die in the holy war We will make them die In the holy war
0: Hey Tony Why are you armed? Oh I don't I, I don't know First, first, let me say, uh, for the record, uh, many, many Christian friends don't want any of them to die. Sometimes I'd like a few of them to shut up, but I don't want anybody to die. What? Is, what? My gosh, you expect me to understand people filled with this much hate and rage and nonsense and madness? No. You expect me to worry about this? Well, I worry about it to the extent that I know it exists and I know to be aware of it and I know to keep my eyes open. But in, in that regard, I, I would ask this. Let's let's argue you're not Jewish. Would we, in that concept of being aware and being alert, would we be that different? Because I don't think you and I are that different. So the idea that somehow because I'm Jewish, I have to be on. Un- Super extra double secret probation alert. I, n- no. I think I'm as alert as you are. Aware that there are people out there who are just ridiculous. The difference between Omar and Tlaib and um, and and this loser is that they're elected officials. And you have people who have been elected, who are members of Congress, who get called congressmen or representative engaged in this kind of hate. They don't use the same words, so therefore it's not the same. Well, if you take a post-it note, you write Palestine on it, and you cover Israel on a map, you're talking about wiping people off the planet you're talking about wiping them off the map. I, I want you to tell me where the real difference is. I don't think that you and I are that different when we hear these things just because I'm Jewish. I, I, don't, I don't think that that's true. I think we both hear this and we're both like, man, be aware. There are some weirdos out there. There are some real freaks who want to do some real damage. There's some real dangerous folk. So when you ask me why I'm armed, that's why. When you ask me why I'm armed, I can also point to the commentary of Tlaib and Omar, etc. I don't expect anything bad to happen. I'm just prepared. But I understand that there are bad people and they look in all sorts of different ways and they come in all sorts of colors and sexes and heights and everything else. I'm not going to be able to get rid of them. The only thing I can do is enjoy myself and live my life. I'll be in D.C. to listen to President Isaac Herzog. Ain't nothing stopping that. I'm Tony Katz. All right. Some people asked how the whole uh, Nick Fuentes Jew-hating rant ended. It's it's special.
1: God on your side and they will go down with their satanic master they have no future in America the enemies of Christ have no future in this world thank you God bless you
0: Ah, yeah I I can't believe I can't believe I I turned down tickets to that speech Nick Fuentes the America First movement the evil Jews and how uh, they're going to die in a holy war. I mean, people ask, what What? What else did he say? How did it end? So, I, I'm so, i sorry. You know what? Now I feel bad. Now I feel bad that I shared it. But I think you, sometimes you got to know what crazy is out there. You just you just got to know. And then you got to go have lunch. That's all there is. Find every, You know what? Have bagels. That'll make them happy. Find everything at Tony Katz dot com